Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Let's Just Talk About. I'm your host, Tony Lopez. And alongside me, like always, I got Jeff Burtis. Jeff, what's, what's up, What's cracking? What's ah, cracking? Ah, you jumped the gun, you son of a gun. What's crack? I mean, did we, is it really jumping the gun? Maybe I it's, know, I know. Oh, We're just excited. It's going to be so hard. Could be a false start, maybe. Yeah, maybe a little bit. That's all good, though. It happens. We're I mean, not professionals. I mean, we're. T- I want to be, but I mean, we, gotta we could. Get- you know, we could do a video podcast soon. Or I mean, I maybe mean, if um, it- you know people react well enough to the next few episodes, we could um, you know do a little live stream during WrestleMania. I mean, Tony, I would be down for that if I had a better laptop. Well, I mean, hey. It's not about the laptop, it's about the camera. That too, but I mean laptop for video processing stuff cuz that's on my oh, that's on my to-do list. Well, I mean, hey, but we're going to be doing it through YouTube anyway. So, um we ain't we ain't talking about that right now. We, we ain't talking about the, that right now. This is rest, this is our wrestling show and we have this, a lot to digest. This is definitely one of those ones that are um there's a lot we, to talk about. There's a lot of things that's happened recently, and there's a lot of critiquing that we need to do. Also, what, I'm just going to start we this. Off. Fri- we did. Th- we're doing this on Friday at time of recording because we need. We usually do it on Tuesdays, but for this week, we needed to wait until everything happens so we can f- analyze and just explain and try and analyze what the heck happened and i think this is going to be a pattern from now on i think we're going to probably start doing this on friday nights because it feels fresher it feels like we can do this because we have everything to talk about in order and i want to start of course with the news that came out from this morning the rumors that mr andrade has yeah. asked for his release from the WWE, which as subsequently, exactly. because of Dave Meltzer, his reporting saying that it was denied. Because he's he's too good. Isn't he in a relationship with a certain flair? Of course he is. Here's the thing, though. Andrade, really talented wrestler. I've seen his work in NXT. You've probably seen him stuff his stuff that he does in the, does in the indies really talented but severely underused and it also didn't help that the whole Zelina Vega uh, situation yeah they literally haven't put him back on TV since um, that, my, haven't done anything. my biggest issue is this man looks like a bona fide megastar yeah I mean his pairing with Zelina was God, was incredible he just Go imagine, ahead. Imagine though, if he got released, right? AEW, AEW, and Easily. there have been talks that AEW is interested in bringing in Selena Vega, or my bad, Thea Trinidad. That would be. I mean, she has nothing better to do, and that would be a huge pickup for AEW because I'm gonna be honest, their women's division is just not. Just not there, not compared to WWE's. Oh, I, and I will be honest, it is getting better. It is getting better. Yet. It's not there yet. I know. That's why I'm actually very happy that AEW has another show where they can showcase some of the younger talent. And the fact that they're also working with the Joshi Pro Wrestling, all all the stardom, the Japanese uh, pro wrestling over there with their women's divisions. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Like second half of the show, we're gonna get into AEW Revolution, and um, 
I actually will have to start with the pre-show because uh, I watched that and I love it. Um, you're gonna but, have to you're gonna have to carry the pre-show because I I it's literally it's it's literally show. one match and it's like oh my god they did it. <laughs> okay then. Um, but yeah, we're gonna start with Monday Night Raw and all I want to do is talk about the big things and it's three big ones and I'm gonna start with the thing that started the show <laughs> now Jeff <laughs> what started the show the WWE championship match rematch between the Miz the challenger and the almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley with a brand brand new entrance a brand well same theme song but brand new entrance and brand new logo. It is now almighty. No herb yeah. is just almighty. And I'm like, and he has pyro now. I'm like, this is the Lashley we've been wanting since he came back to WWE. It is legitimately the most intimidating entrance I've seen in WWE <laughs> in a long time. And way to make somebody look good immediately when they get the belt. Like, they just created another star. Like WWE. It took you 17 years. 17 yeah. years. Despite what uh, what is saying on TV. 17. I've done <laughs> the math. Guess what? You made the, the only time you made this man look good is when you had him with Donald Trump by his side shaving <sighs> Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 23. Oh, also another Steve Austin there. You're holding on to the past. Sorry. Another subject. <sighs> but Bobby that, that Lashley is that was... the most da- a dominant champion right now. Sorry, Roman. You look vulnerable. Like, the way I mean, they've made him look in when he was U.S. champ was unbeatable. And now... That's this is what the U.S. title should do. It should be used to care, have a nice reign for the U.S. title, do defended it a couple of times, drop it, and then go straight for the main event title. Exactly, that's what Lashley did. That is what the U.S. title is for. So I give credit to WWE for actually for doing really well with Lashley, and now you've made him a bona fide star. My only concern is I hope he does not. The stars are aligning to where. He's. It's probably going to be McIntyre Lashley at WrestleMania, and I'm just like, I get, I get it. This will be the first time with fans in WWE. I get why they would put the belt on McIntyre to give him that crowd ovation, but Lashley is just too hot. If he gets past, if he can get past McIntyre, oh my God! May may I may I interject real quick though? Go ahead. Imagine the pop for both of these guys in front of fans where I am now hearing that WrestleMania is expected to have almost 40 to 45,000 fans outside at Raymond James. The tickets are going on sale very soon. Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, At the time of recording. (laughs) Well, Tuesday, March 16th. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of Drew McIntyre, that's the second thing I wanted to get to. He, oh, his oh, his feud with Sheamus. His feud oh, with Sheamus. Oh. It's been. I'll be honest with you, it's been some of the best matches I've seen on 
WWE television in the last mm-hmm. few weeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, agree, I agree. I mean, they they had like a no contest, but it just sets up it just sets up the story. They want to brutalize each other. It's a shame Sheamus can't make it. I mean, Sheamus is now regulated to mid card, mid to high mid card uh, title, but we all know McIntyre. is a superstar. McIntyre's a superstar. If you let McIntyre have the main event at WrestleMania, just uh, just a one on one with Bobby Lashley, it has to. I mean, it, it has to be. Give them night two. I say night one. You say night one. I want night two. Give Roman Edge and whoever else they feel like putting in there, because you know it's. We all feel it. It's not going to be a one on one match. No offense, Edge. We'll get we'll get to there in a bit. We'll get there when we get to. But at the same time, these two are brutalizing each other. Like there's photos every week on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The welts. Oh, everything. Steel stairs. And I'm like, I feel like in Fast Lane, which is coming up next week, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Mm that match has to be a last man standing. It is going to have to be. Um, you need a stipulate. That match needs a stipulation because these two want to brutalize each other. And Lashley is like, I'll be waiting. I'm I'm waiting. Exactly. Like Lashley does not need an opponent for Fastlane. At the, I feel like this is a time where WWE does not really need a championship match for Lashley. I mean, it'd be super last minute. But Do you know what they need not- for Fastlane? <laughs> For Lashley? No, not for Lashley. Just for the Hurt business. Mm-hmm. They need for Shelton and Cedric to retain. Just period. Whatever they're doing, if they put them in a tag yeah. team match at Fastlane, yeah. they need uh, to retain. Yeah, about that. I know. They're, they're, yeah. If they can get past Monday Night Raw. I've heard. Now, what is the matchup for next Monday night? Next Monday night, it's the Hurt business. Defending the tag team championships against the New Day. Ooh, ooh, interesting. Yeah. If they if they get past the New Day, yeah, yeah, that they're in, the titles are in jeopardy. With yeah, okay, right. but we're we're gonna just skim over that. We'll we'll talk about that when it gets to more importance. The I last mean, no, the, no. the last thing I want to talk about about Raw. Mm-hmm. Now this one is um. The most frustrating thing that we know we're getting. What? Why? <laughs> I am frustrated. Is frust- it Strowman? Str- Why do you make this man look like a dipshit? <laughs> WWE. Just because Braun Strowman is big. Doesn't mean he's stupid. I hate this storyline. The whole like we knew we've me and I have talked about this for weeks, right? Mm -hmm. I've talked about this for weeks that they're setting up Shane McMahon for Strowman Strowman at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, that's the I. That's what it's looking like. But the storyline, you could do so much better. Why do you have to make somebody look stupid? He's just because he is a bit of a muscle head doesn't mean you have to make him look like a jackass at the same time. Uh, 
Oh, he sees a drop. He sees a. He goes and chases after Shane McMahon after he calls him stupid, which. The storyline is basically stupidity, and I'm just like, you could do so much better. It's absolutely absurd. He sees a car driving off, and he assumes that he's gone. But Shane McMahon is hiding behind something else, and sees Strowman walking off, comes on the screen, waves at him, and he's like, stupid. And I was like, like, are we going here? Are we going here? I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I mean, the build, I'm like, the match itself could be really entertaining. I expect the Shane coast to coast. I expect a big spot from Shane. But I expect the, Strowman, the running around the ring from Strowman. I, I look, mean, we, I want to see a stipulation we, where Shane McMahon is not restricted. It, it like a no holds barred. Yeah, it, I mean that's the only that's the only way you make that match. If it's just a normal match, Shane is gonna get killed and it would be boring. Yeah, but it, guess it what? Has, guess what? The only play. other time that Shane McMahon has been in a normal match of WrestleMania was WrestleMania thirty four, AJ Styles. Stop. Oh, that's thirty three. I apologize. <laughs> the the difference is Styles is a no offense to Strowman. Styles is. A, world's better than him yeah but also Strowman has gotten better he has gotten a lot better oh yes he has but in terms of agility and mobility and actually being a dance partner i mean i would rather take aj Styles. Strowman might actually kick me i mean Strowman did win a tag team championship at wrestlemania with a 10 year old i mean that's just Strowman carrying a kid (laughs) and we see that's wrong why Mm, no, not really. Yeah, exactly. Look now, now, Tony. There are two things I want to discuss mm. about. Did oh, you did your three? Things. Okay. Can I do mine? Yeah, absolutely. So, first thing, my biggest. Gro- what are they doing with Oscar? Oscar's out with a concussion. So was a concussion? Was it a concussion or a loose tooth? Um, she had no. Her tooth was out, but because of that she also got a severe concussion mm. so she's been, she's been off TV for a reason um and the the and the script basically in Fastlane Oscar was supposed to lose the title to Lacey Evans and then Lacey had a baby well it's about to have a it's gonna have a baby and now she that storyline has been scrapped thank god but now does it are, are you going where I think you're going with this? What do you think I'm going with this? Did you see Please. Peyton Royce's promo on Raw, Raw Talk? Talk? I mean, do something about do something with it. Dude. I mean, I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing Flair get all the opportunities. Yes, she's the best. She's probably the best wrestler on the Raw roster. I mean, arguably, you could argue. Yeah, no, there, there's really no arguing. But the thing is. The reason I would be down for uh, Peyton Royce's involvement in in this match is because she's good and she's—they're not utilizing their talent. Like again, it's, 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 it's exactly it's the exact same thing with like Andrade not utilizing. Where's Alistair Black? Oh yeah, his wife is Zelina Vega. Yeah, I just disappeared. Yeah, just disappeared. It really sucks because Mm. good talent is going to waste right now under contract. Yep, just not utilizing their talent. But I mean, if it and 
if it's Flair Oscar, Oscar must win. I just don't want Flair to win another title. It can be a triple threat if if you add a certain uh, up and coming call up person to the main roster. Oh. That's the only way I accept a triple threat. Mm-hmm. But as long as Flair does not win, because oh my God, she does not need the win. Yeah, yeah, I, I will give you that. Um, Charlotte probably does. Now my, yeah. she does not need the win. But Nets, my last biggest gripe, Raw, rant, coughing up black stuff and botching a pyro. Yeah. I know it's setting up The Fiend and Randy Orton because Randy Orton had a match with AJ Styles. I mean, okay, I, those two can work. I mean, fine. Right. If you want just a random match, put them, put on those two. Those two are the, some of the best wrestlers. But then Bliss comes out and she has like a little devilish circle. Tri- triangle with a little jack in the box and saying not yet and then a botched pyro where three rings went on fire but the sec the fourth corner of that nothing and then the black sludge yeah they keep going back to that black sludge like like it's supposed to be like randy orton had a curse put on him after um the fiend you know was lit on fire and it's it's weird I understand where it's going. I'm wondering if there's going to be something going on at Fastlane. Um, the the longer the longer you wait, the longer you keep doing this old black stuff and just having Bliss just mess around, the, you're losing momentum. Eventually, you've got to. He has to return. That's why I feel like he's going to pop his head up at Fastlane to set up <laughs> WrestleMania. Please do, because the sooner we get the fiend, I know. I mean, on one hand, you wait and build the anticipation, but the you gotta do better than just the black sludge. And you know what? At this point, make it as cinematic as you want it. Firefly Funhouse. Oh, no. I don't you, care about what type of match it is. I don't. Make it just mm-hmm. make it cinematic. Just do what it. Do what, I mean, do what you want, WWE. You have you have I mean, the people just, there who have been involved in. Let's see, uh, broken matches. Uh, uh, what is it? The uh, the match with the Undertaker at uh, WrestleMania. Le- Bone Bone Yard. Yard. Bone. Yeah, they have all the guys there who can make a good cinematic match. Yes, just but, I mean for they, Orton. I mean, for crying out loud, they technically made a cinematic with Orton and, and Wyatt years that ago. That was in the beginning. That was in the beginning. And that was before of, they even had all those guys, and they did it. And now, with the cinematic matches WWE has put up, yeah. the expectation's high. If it's a Firefly Funhouse, you could do so much with Orton's history. Uh, again, I don't even care if it's a Firefly Funhouse. You can, I don't, I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be something different i think it's gonna be twisted i think it's gonna be weird i think it's gonna be like almost horror movie like warning children under 17 should not watch this you know something something like that i i think they should go there Ah. because it is pay-per-view and you can go there yes this show is it's wrestlemania guess what not all kids aren't going to be watching it for the first time i can almost guarantee you that yep and but you want just you just want cinematic. I specifically want Firefly. But how, my thing the, is, is, how is that gonna work with Orton's history? Are you kidding I me? I think anything horror related with Orton's history is incredible. Like, 
Okay, I think with Orton's history, like specifically a Firefly Funhouse, you could just dive so much. Like his errors of the Legend Killer, the get the get well when Randy got hurt and he returned with the get well Randy. You remember those promos? Oh, God, I don't remember either. You, you you could you can dive so deep into Orton's historic uh, career. Like you could just dissect it one by one, and also maybe a cameo from his feud with John Cena. John Cena might have. My appear still trapped in the Firefly Funhouse. Maybe. Um, you could. But, so there's so much more you could do with Orton's career. I mean, I get what you're saying with the uh, horror, just a horror style, but it's got to have concur. It's got to have a uh, concurrent timeline. Like you got to connect every. That's level what I'm dot. saying. You could do and so a de- and a de- much horror shit. Like imagine. Okay, just bring Triple H involved into it. Like you know, just like as a backstage thing. Um. Get that house that you know Triple H broke into in 2008 for their feud for WrestleMania 25, and make that shit scary. Make it scary. <laughs> and even make it like a make it like want... even like a zombie Triple H coming through. Like, <laughs> go ham with it, you know. <laughs> over the top. over. I'm, I'm serious. Like you, you should go over the top for WrestleMania. It's the biggest show and I'm gonna say it of the last two years you need to put on a goddamn show <laughs> uh, now, okay man. that's really all now let's, let's move on that's all we could talk about we could talk about Orton fiend potential possibilities for hours I on know. end we gotta move on now so now let's move on to the next thing motherfucking smackdown I there's again I have three things three things and they all like tied like it's 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 Smackdown's a bit Smackdown is I'm gonna go with what I least like well not like least like the one that like my least interest to the most interest and it's only three things and I'm super interested in all three of these first thing Seth Rollins yes this man is really embrace the do you do you embrace the vision um like he almost he tried you, to end uh cesaro by put yes he did and who's the person who stopped him it was the right re- it was the rest no. and jamie noble jamie noble grabbed his ass <laughs> but mm-hmm. then they go backstage and then i see a certain knock and i'm board. like, I'm like hmm. Yeah, yes. Imagine <laughs> yes. that matchup at WrestleMania. E- no, what I'm th- no what here here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking tag. I think it might be a tag team match. I'm thinking it might be, but who would they bring in? Murphy. Maybe. Mur- the the smart bet would be Murphy, even though yes, they just it completely ignore the Aaliyah storyline. Yeah, I think, and, and I saw but, a tweet from Murphy earlier this week, um, saying that, oh, the Mysterios abandoned me. Da 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 da. He kind of turned heel on on like on on social media, um, but it, it it's one of those things. I'm like, okay, we're just gonna go back to square one again, um. I mean, this, let's be honest. Did you really care about no, that storyline? I would, I, I would definitely want to see a Shinsuke and Cesaro, ma- 
what? Yeah, tag yes. team match at WrestleMania. <laughs> um, hell, you know what? Who are the tag team champions right now? The SmackDown tag team champions are Ziggler and Rude. And, uh, ah, yes. this is how we could do this. Oh, Lord. Well, you know, you know, if you don't want to put one, Seth Rollins in a one-on-one and you want to put him in a tag team, ah, put some belts on the line. Ah, make it four teams. Ah, you know, and maybe get a surprise team yeah, to I, debut. Oh, my God, it's the Hardy boy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stop it. Here, the Zig- Ziggler and Rude are doing their own thing, and they they have their fatal four way tag teams yeah, already. Got, well, I'm saying they. Okay, first off, all right. So since we're bringing up tag teams, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, you brought it up first. Why did they? T- why? Uh, mm, why did they make Otis turn heel? Turn. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't doing much of anything without well, a crowd. Come on, he doesn't do the worm anymore, I, or the caterpillar anymore. He does a second Good rope riddance. splash. I don't want that man splashing on me. No way. <laughs> no, uh-huh. You could take it. No, uh-huh. That's like me jumping on you. Uh, no, you I'll be fine. Well, that's fine. I'll be fine. Come on now. <laughs> okay, um, let's go. Okay. Um, second thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> the Apollo Crews Biggie storyline. I love because it. we actually have not been on here since last Tuesday, and I love it. Wait, well, when did Apollo get a Nigerian? Well, first off, he's Nigerian. <laughs> yes, you must understand. Okay, it is. It is in his blood. It is. It is right here. <laughs> it's. I don't. I don't know why okay. I'm able to do that so well. Um. Okay. Okay. Let, let me explain uh, myself. I love I get it. Like, oh my God, he's appropriating culture. No, no, no. First off, I was in foster care for a little while. I lived with a Nigerian family mm-hmm. for ten months. So, and I'm able to pick up on accents pretty well. Jeff knows this very well. Um, yep. Like, if I'm around some of my friends, depending on who I'm around, either I, I'm talking like this, or I can talk like this. Or I can talk like this, eh, fool? What's up, fool? You know, it, it doesn't, like, it's unintentional mm. sometimes. So, the Nigerian accent came kind of natural for about a year. And then um, mm. everybody's like, oh, no, you're doing the Black Panther, like, accent. I'm like, where do you think they got it from? Huh? Who? But, mm. my, I digress. Apollo tried to kill Big E. Yeah, quite. I mean, good camera work. I would say that was. He tried to kill Big E. That was great camera work. We never saw the steps actually hit him, but I mean, the selling was on point. The promo Big E put on right before his little open invitational. I mean, he got he got a little bit. He's biblical, like, oh, right? I won't hurt you. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to make <laughs> you, you 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 step on my lawn. I'm about to bulldoze your house. I'm like, God, dog. <laughs> this is turned super personal. And yes, Apollo yeah. is um, now has a elite guard. 
Yes, he has. Guard. Uh, you see what they did there? I think I uh, I see what they did there. But I feel like with a, for this match, we know we're getting Biggie Apollo. I don't know if it's Fastlane. I don't know if it's Mania. But for his character, I feel like Apollo must yeah, win. Yeah, I think this it, it would be the only appropriate uh, thing to do is let Apollo win this match. And because he is supposed to be Nigerian royalty. Yes. And if he wins the Inter Championship, I've, now if he loses to Big E, then what? What, what was I the want point? to happen? Let me, now, now, hear me out. Hear me out. I want, I want Big E to lose it. I do too. I feel like Apollo needs this. Apollo he needs, needs the belt. it. Big E doesn't. What I want to happen after this, somehow, some way, if the belt, the big one ends up leaving Roman and somehow gets back on him. I need that matchup this year. Absolutely. Totally agree with you. And speaking of the big the big blue belt. I mean, yeah, let's get it out the way. um, Acknowledgement. Do you acknowledge him? Do you acknowledge him? The last two weeks have been more about not so much about Roman. It's Daniel. It's Jay Uso. Jay Uso, Daniel Bryan, everyone else. Edge is planting the seeds already. So, Jeff, how do you feel about Edge's like? Yes, we know he's going to be on SmackDown every week now. Yeah, yeah, I'm Um, I'm cool with that. I need to see him in in ring work. I need to I need to see him in ring work and actually getting some good matches. If he said when he's coming back, it's not he not gonna be part time. It's gonna be full time. So Edge, put in the work, man. Put in the work. Let's see now, how much longer the, you got. The, the storyline, just him aching on Daniel Bryan, kind of. Yeah. Daniel Bryan is now at yeah, this point he... where if this may be one of his last WrestleManias, his contract yeah. is actually coming up, and he. I have How no soon? idea, but from what I at least understand, it will be up sometime this year unless he resigns. Now, I think he is, hasn't he said he's not going to resign once his contract. That's what I'm saying. Done? There's a. I always got to be the person. If you know, if it with any wrestling anything, there's always the if. Like, what if? they decide to actually resign you know because I know Daniel wants or my bad I know Brian wants to go home with Bree raise a family be a family yeah and be a there's nothing wrong with that I mean if he, you've put in the work in your career it's a miracle you even came back so Daniel Bryan if you want to be a family man go home and be a but family I, I appreciate and I love the fact that he's putting this into the storyline and making it feel like if this is the last opportunity that I'm going to get at WrestleMania, I'm going to push as hard I'm as I take can it. to get to that main event. <sighs> yeah, I mean, yes, because lo- it's captivating and Daniel Bryan has nothing better to do and he is a established superstar i just i mean on one hand i do i get it and then on the other hand i'm like this was edge edge won the royal rumble 
Edge made the comeback. It's kind of taking away the spotlight from Edge and putting it back on Daniel Bryan. This has WrestleMania 30 it vibes does. all over again. Very much it does. But are we mad? I'm kind of See, not. you're the person who makes a triple threat match. But if the situation... It made sense. If it if it made sense, I exactly. get it. I'm we like, can't, we can't be mad at it. Like, genuinely, <laughs> it's 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 one of those um, things that, yeah, we know. It triple threat matches can be a little bit chaotic and all over the place. But if you do it, and, and no, also just, it, it might has to depend on the storyline. Like you said, WrestleMania 30, Daniel Bryan. Made it a triple threat match. The fans were so mm-hmm. behind him that there was like no way that they were going to try to leave him off the WrestleMania card. WWE had it set in their head that they wanted to make Randy Orton Boy. and Batista the main event of WrestleMania. We know this. Two old guys been been there, seen that, and then it's not even been there, seen the that. It's like you just brought Dave back just to put him at WrestleMania. Seriously. Yep. Uh, and you know what? Whatever. Now it's different. Edge is back. Roman is the top heel in WWE. Arguably of all uh, wrestling. Yeah, actually I will I will I will agree with that. Yeah. Because we I will no. talk about it later. But mm-hmm. The way he has that momentum, who better than put Daniel Bryan there? Who better? I no offense to Edge because of the his come. You have two. T- that's two comeback stories. Two people who we never thought would ever yeah. get in the ring again. Fight for the UN for the top one of the top titles. Yeah, and, and it's a. I wish I'm, it was the gold belt, but no, we're, we're not going to get that back. Hey, hey, oh well oh well we get the blue belt next week we are getting a Edge versus Jey Uso match for a to be the what was it the enforcer the special special enforcer for the WWE Universal Championship match between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns at Fastlane it just screamed it screams. It screams. Triple DQ. The, the, it's. Oh yeah, obviously. Oh yeah, definitely now, DQ. Look, now if, if Roman beats a, if Roman beats Daniel Bryan clean, we can kiss mm-hmm. that triple threat goodbye. It, it has to be a screwy finish in some way, shape, exactly. Um, that's why I. I feel like Edge is probably gonna spear either Roman or Daniel Bryan. More likely Roman. And then Daniel Bryan hits the knee on Edge, and then there it is—the triple exactly. threat right there. It'd be great. I, but it, but it all depends on the result of Fastlane. Because if Rome, if Roman beats Daniel Bryan clean or clean, that's it. No triple threat. Now, it ain't happening. We're not gonna get the chance to talk about uh, before I even decide to go to a commercial break. Also, there's one, there's one okay. thing I hate about SmackDown. I do. You wanna know what it is? I get rid of Reginald. Why? I cannot. This fo- the storyline should focus on 
Bianca and Sasha Banks. Leave okay. Reginald out of this. I, Reginald is just taking up space and distract is just, just distracting me. I'm like, oh my god, can we not talk about the? Can we take the spotlight off of this? Nobody, Reginald, but can and I focus be it on the women. He is the reason that Sasha and Bianca have any kind of heat right now. They don't. They need, need heat. That. They need something because I look. If you're gonna have a women's championship match at WrestleMania, normally a heel versus babyface thing does not. Babyface versus babyface match does not work. You have to have a little bit of tension in the middle, a little bit, not a lot, just a little bit. Also, Sasha called him just called Bianca Rook. No, and that, and also saying. Sasha's calling herself, comparing herself to the Michael and Jordan this of women's is where wrestling. I move on. Nobody Bianca compares himself to Michael Jordan. Uh, Tom Brady, goddammit. And, and then also calling Bianca Belair the LeBron James. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah she, she never won, she <laughs> never won the NXT women's championship, did she? <laughs> the nope, Lord she did not. Mercy. We went there, didn't we? Yeah, okay, now uh, before before we go to commercial break, I wanted to talk about the, something that we're not going to get a chance to talk about in the second half of the show. The Hall, the of, Hall Fame. of Fame. Now, I'm going to start. They're, they're doing the they're doing the 2020 and the 2021 the Hall of Fame class, damn which I appreciate. Time. And we have our first nominee for the 2021 Hall I'm of Fame. I'm just going to go down the entire list of Hall of Famers for the 2020 and the 2021 Jamie. list so far. And I'm going I'm to end with the newest uh, inductee. At, you know, I'm going to start yeah, with go the ahead. Bella Twins. Can, 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 we, can, can, we, can we be honest? Can we be honest? I'm going to say this. They did leave an impact, but they did. Twins, um, both got better with time. Like, do we remember Nikki's like run with the Divas Championship in 2015? Right, that was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like the matches that she was putting on against everybody was like, hold on, now I didn't know you could do this. And then she turned into a pure powerhouse. Mm. While Bree started doing Daniel Bryan stuff. Which was kind of obvious. It, I mean, yeah, when you're mar- when you're kind of married to one of the best wrestlers on the planet. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, take and notes, right? look, they do have the reality shows and all this other stuff, but the impact that they have left on WWE is on the like you can't not recognize it so next up yeah the British Bulldog Davey Boy Smith deserve it let me just read some of his um, accolades in WWE at least Intercontinental Championship two time and the inaugural European Champion two-time hardcore champion wow. and two-time WWF world tag team champion. 
never won, won the, the big, big one, one, did he? But he won the Intercontinental Championship on the biggest stage possible. SummerSlam 92 yeah. at Wembley Stadium in London, England. I mean, they would have, they would have been out of their damn minds if they didn't now give it this, to this is my favorite, personally. You know what I'm about to say. Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, yeah, of course. 11-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion. Well, Junior Heavyweight Champion and a one-time WCW Light Heavyweight Champion. Calm <laughs> but I his know. impact Calm. on wrestling over his entire tenure is remarkable. Like, I saw him wrestle in person in Dallas. If that tells you how much of a fan I am. Yeah, you go Hey, crazy. man, I had, I had goosebumps. Like, I, I, like, as soon as I heard his music, I was like, ah! <laughs> now, calm, now. Calm down. Keep, calm down. The one-time WWE champ, the one-time Intercontinental champ, the one-time United States champion, the three-time tag team champion, the one-time European champ, an 18-time hardcore champion, a 2013 Slammy Award winner for favorite web show of the year with Michael Cole and Renee Young, <laughs> the 20th Triple Crown champ, and the 10th Grand Slam champ, and your favorite redneck from Texas, who is also somehow a New Yorker. He's not like he's not John Bradshaw Layfield. He's not my favorite, so you watch your mouth with that. <laughs> I'd be two stepping in the stock exchange too. Yeah. Uh, JBL, the as as a kid, I could not. Can I be honest? You know what I've been him. doing recently? I have been re-watching those episodes of SmackDown. And holy crap, did I hate him too. I forgot how annoying him and his goddamn Ugh. cabinet was. Do you remember the Bashams oh, yeah. and oh, Orlando oh, Jordan? Oh, the, the heat. He was a living heat magnet. Oh, you just hated his guts every time he got he got on the TV. As a kid, I could not stand him, but I'm like, now, that's the point. He was so good of a heel. And also, taking the title away from Eddie Guerrero just oh, and the amount, added the to The amount that. of blood that Eddie was bleeding that night. <laughs> the, the, he, he was a living, walking heat magnet. Before Tommaso Ciampa had heat, I never knew nuclear heat oh, until I saw I Jamie. knew I, I knew I of nuclear like, heat just because of uh, X-Pac. That's it. I think that was more go yeah, away. Go away. But speaking of Pac, but in terms of uh, the next ones are going the reason WCW led the ratings war for eighty-three so weeks. Hulk, Hulk Hollywood Hogan, Kevin Nash, the best Hogan, Scott Hall, Six Pack. The new world the order. New. Most most influential still group in have, all of wrestling. Still see their influences every time you turn on your TV. At least for wrestling. 
Um, specifically in Japan. Yes. Thanks. Thanks, Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For life. Um, Dave Batista. Let me just read mm, off totally, his accolades. Yeah. Absolutely. A two-time WWE champion. Four-time and the longest reigning world heavyweight champion. Three-time world tag team champion. One-time WWE tag team champion. The winner of the 2005 and 2014 Royal Rumbles. And a star of multiple Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Yeah, the probably the most pop, most well-known uh, WWE superstar that went Hollywood outside of The Rock. I mean, and yeah, dude, he get his popularity up. Dave, I remember as a kid, there were time like there were times that I was like, oh, I hate Evolution, hate him. Oh yes, oh, looking back, you just you appreciate. Yeah, and then you look back also. And you see him all of a sudden a baby face on SmackDown and you get confused. Because, like, is he supposed to be the good guy now? It's like, I didn't understand what that meant. I still hated Batista. But then you put him against Rey Mysterio. You put him with Rey Mysterio. It's like, oh, that's why he's a baby face. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. I like now. Yeah, you're cool. You're pretty high. first inductee into the 2021 Hall of Fame class, a two-time women's champion and a one-time hardcore champion, Molly Holly. Jeez. Man. What's the one one memory you have? What's the one thing that came to your mind when you Um, heard Her pinning the hurricane at WrestleMania 18. For for the for the hardcore championship, oh, is it? Is it sad? The first thing that came to my mind was oh, the shaving of the head. 20. Yeah, that's the first thing that popped in my head. I'm like, oh, that that incident. Yeah, that was the second thing that popped in my head. Go ahead. But <laughs> out of all the women in that era, besides Jazz, she was the one who was actually wrestling. Because Trish Stratus learned yeah. from Molly, from Jazz, from Lita, all those girls, because they were so prideful in women's wrestling. They wanted to get that diva moniker off so badly. And I'm proud of the women. Proud of the I women mean, for getting rid of that moniker. The one wrestler that Tegan Knox freaks out over every time she sees her is Molly Holly. The lady came, freaks out for Molly Holly. So nice. But Mm -hmm. after this commercial break, we will talk about NXT. We got a lot to discuss. We'll talk about the announcement. And the revolution. Don't get me started on that. So, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. It's a revolution. Welcome back from the commercial break. Yeah, revolution is at hand, right? Yeah. Um. So, 
AEW Revolution did happen on Sunday, and we're going to wait to talk about that until after the NXT talk, because I am starting immediately with Regal. Regal making the announcement that, yes, we are getting NXT TakeOver stand and deliver. Now, when we heard about it, did we know that this was going to be two nights? No. No. Now we know the WrestleMania schedule. And Jeff, could you tell everybody the WrestleMania week schedule? So the week of WrestleMania, you have starting off the first night is going to be Monday Night Raw on Monday. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then Tuesday, you have the Hall of Fame class of 20 and 2021. Which is going to be so nice. So nice. Yep. This is all on April 12th. Then April... Is that I'm, 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 that the fifth? My, that's the that's the fifth. That's the fifth. My bad. My bad. My bad. You're good. April you're good, you're good. A, April sixth. You have you have the Hall of Fame class. April seventh, on Wednesday, you have night one of Takeover, a stand to deliver, and then Thursday the eighth, you have night two of Takeover, stand to deliver. Friday the go home show of SmackDown. And then April 10th and April 11th, night one and night two, WrestleMania. So a week worth of WWE content. All in one week. That's setting up WrestleMania. And we still and Vince has no idea what his plans are besides two matches. The oh, fact joy. that we found this out, that he still doesn't have any clue. He knows we're getting Sasha and uh Bianca. We know we're getting <laughs> A bad bunny tag team match. And Roman and Edge Roman and Edge for now. For now. But Wait, one, two, three. You got three week you got three three to four weeks before WrestleMania. And you still have no idea what you want to do. Nope. And apparently and, WWE doesn't want the women's tag team championships going to NXT. So they make their own. Good job. And then they immediately put Raquel and Dakota in a tag team championship match, and they lose the Shotzi Blackheart in Ember Moon, which now makes Ember Moon the first woman to have the NXT Women's Championship and the Women's Tag Team Championship. My issue is you give give them the belts, and then Uh you immediately drop them? WTF. Not too mad about it. I, well, I wish but, 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 but. it did overshadow a few things on the show. Yes. Like there was a women's championship match. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Eo still very good. Unfortunately he got overshadowed. I mean here's the thing with Eo, Eo's title reign. She's held the title for almost a year, but has she really been impactful enough? Like, are we really like Io Shirai? Is she must watch right now? No, and that's why the, the, Stand and Deliver better give me something. She's dropping the belt. Yeah, if uh, if I, if I don't know who. Because Io's like. Io, like after Raquel and uh, Dakota Kai w- lost their match, 
EO confronted Raquel saying, I want you next. Oh my Raquel. She wants Raquel. Fair. She wants Raquel again. Fair. So now, now if anyone takes that belt off of EO, that's her. Yeah. That's oh. this is the time where she, this is the time where she drops the belt. Also, we have confirmation that next week or this St. Patrick's Day. Oh, St. Patrick's Day already? Wow. Saint, yeah, I know. I have to say it. Wednesday, St. Patrick's Day. We will be getting <laughs> the Irish ace, Jordan Devlin. The oh, NXT Cruiserweight Championship on NXT. Oh, he's oh he's finally able to return. Good job. And they're gonna put him in a t- champion versus champion match. Unify the belt. You damn right. Are so unless we, unless some shit goes down. That we that way we only have one true champion. Yeah, because we've been dealing with this for months. Because because of COVID. And yes, we can blame COVID on this one. Yes, we can. Jordan Devlin hasn't been able to bring his NXT Cruiserweight Championship to the States. And can't defend it because of COVID restrictions. Yeah, and now that he's able to come stateside, now he's able to come to Florida, I believe... He gets it back. I believe... Well, he doesn't get it back. They both have belts. I believe this somehow ends up... just, 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 just hear me out before you say anything crazy. I'm listening. This ends up a ladder match. Sign me up. And you got both belts hanging up there. Sign me up. Like Razor versus Shawn Michaels. Just a ladder match with those two? You could. I've seen it happen got- in NXT before. <laughs> You could. I mean, yeah, you could. But wouldn't you like to add more people into oh, that? you damn right. But we got... There's so many people in the cruiser. Oh. 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 So, see, he's hit... See, for those who just think he's saying, oh, here, there's Tony with his light bulb moment. He just thought of something. Because... Okay. 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 Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm listening. There's a few guys in NXT UK. There's a few guys in NXT that I would love to see in this match. Mm. I immediately thought I forgot about this because I have I have been catching highlights of NXT UK. Okay. Um, Ben Carter, one of the newer signings to NXT UK, um, had a match with Jordan Devlin for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Oh, lost. But a really good match. Put him in that match. And the other one for the NXT UK, and you know this name, is Trent Seven. Now, we know Trent Seven to be a pudgy son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. This man is trying to lose weight to get into the Cruiserweight division. Uh, <laughs> nice. Now, who does this remind me of? Motherfucking Matt Hardy. <laughs> in the same era as Eddie, as uh, JBL, as Kurt Angle, Edge, that era, Matt Hardy lost weight and won the Cruiserweight Championship. 
You remember it too, don't you? Yeah, I remember. Defended it at WrestleMania 19 in the opening match. To he defended it against Miss. Was it Mysterio? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but let's just also I for NXT. You gotta put Santos Escobar. You gotta put um, what's his face? Uh, well, I'm not blanking on his name. The um, the Adonis guy. Mm. You know, you know who I'm talking about. Also, if you want to put Leon two, Ruff. no, no, the Adonis kid. You know which one I'm talking about. The one who helped out uh, somebody. Swerve. You got to put Swerve in there. Isaiah Swerve Scott, and also put in Leon Ruff. Because those two have been going at it, or at least Swerve has been beating the shit out of Leon. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus, <laughs> Leon tries to come out for a match, and then Swerve's like, "Nope, not happening." Like Jesus, leave the kid alone. You there? Oh, Lord. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I was like, what just happened? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I, you didn't need to hear. So, I, yeah, I, I, heard all, I heard all that, and yes, I would love a multi-man ladder match for the Cruiserweight title. You could do something with that. Also, uh, on NXT's here, was that um, NXT Championship match? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we? Do we? Can we? Is it? Is it time? Is it finally time? So pretty much, can, can I say what's probably going to happen at NXT Takeover Set and Deliver? Uh, what took you so long? You ready? I'm ready. We're gonna get Adam Cole versus Kyle. O'Reilly. Sweet Jesus. That match. Jeff, I've been waiting for this match for the last... Hmm. I have been waiting for this match in particular for probably the last four or five, five years. years. Yeah, four or five years. You, is this what you've been wanting? Oh yeah, this is exactly what I've been wanting. Because you know I've seen this match. You know I've seen this match. Mm-hmm. Ever since the Undisputed Era was a thing, I was like, oh, this match is going to happen at some point. Oh yeah, this is going to happen. Now we're getting it. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, we got it now. Especially with mm. the Adam Cole, Adam Cole turning heel on not just Finn Balor, on Kyle O'Reilly after the takeover match or was it no it was the new year's evil wasn't it oh no it was takeover it was uh it was Vin- takeover. it was vengeance day yes and yeah it's worked out perfectly now adam cole lost surprisingly to um surprisingly clean finn balor mm-hmm. and then after the whole kyle o'reilly got cole thing happened which they, Adam, uh, Kyle O'Reilly proceeded to beat up Adam Cole and just pretty much walk out of the arena with him. Oh. Yes, while Matt Finn Balor is just sitting in the ring, like, hmm. And then what a certain he... ambiance behind him. And Jeff, what, t- what do you say? What, what took you so long? Carrying Cross, Finn Balor. You knew, you knew this match was coming sooner or later. Oh, and he knew it too. 
He knew it. He's like, don't get long enough. Where have you been? I've been waiting for you. Also, the size difference between those guys. TikTok. Jesus TikTok. Christ. I forgot how big Karrion Cross was. So, Tony, I got to ask, if that match happens, are you going with Finn or are you going with TikTok? Oh, I'm going, I'm going with the guy who hasn't lost a match. So you're going carrying cross? Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. You know, no offense to Finn, he doesn't actually need it. You know, we—he's already established. He's God. He's the one of the bigger names in WWE still, and he's just helping. He's helping like exactly what we wanted him to do. He's helping the brand. Yes. Now. I mean, this is gonna be. Oh God, can you imagine that match? Carrying uh, Cross and Balor. It's gonna be one of those matches that you watch and it's gonna hurt. Oh, hurt is an understatement. And we know that. Um, what is it? Finn has had good striking matches with Kyle O'Reilly. Too good. Too good, uh, probably even too good of uh, striking matches. Exactly, that's why I feel like that that matchup with Carrion is going to work. Now, is Carrion going to throw him around like a rag doll? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Is Finn Balor going to kick the shit out of him? Yep. Nah, and okay. Now, one more thing I need to see somehow involving. I need something involving Imperium. And Tommaso Ciampa. Really? Now, they're building up the fact that, okay, Imperium has put out an invitation for Timothy Thatcher to join Imperium. Go back to your roots, pretty much. Because hmm. Ring Camp in, in outside of WWE is Imperium. Ring Camp um... Timothy Thatcher was a founding member and it was a lot of guys who were more about the pureness of professional wrestling so you did have guys like um, uh, what is it uh, the the tag team champs well the former tag team champs hmm. uh, Bartel and um, yeah also Walter of course and then Thatcher yeah now, if Thatcher joins Imperium, we need. <sighs> now, let me explain what I want. You want a lot of things. Tommaso Ciampa versus Walter for the NXT UK Championship. Don't don't you dare, Tony! Don't you dare! Nah, who's? I never said anything about taking the title off. Of no, no, no. I well, then again, Walter has I the... want that match. Oh god. Ugh. Oh god, that sounds amazing. And we could get this as soon as Stan deliver. Oh god, yes. Because they have we have seen UK guys come stateside now and if this happens mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah. No, and let me let me, let me just say this too. What if? I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but what mm. if I'm playing scenario? What if Tomasa wins the UK Championship <sighs> and goes and defends it against the guys in the UK? That would be amazing. I just want a match between Champa and Tyler Bate. It, you want a lot of things. I I want a lot of things. I want. You know, I, I, I want you know, I want I want a piece of candy, you know. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, Ooh piece of candy. I want uh, my stimulus check to hit this weekend. Also, breaking news. Huh? So Apollo crew, it's confirmed. Apollo will face Biggie at Fastlane. That has been confirmed now. Nice. Cool. Hey, Cruise to battle. Cruz Apollo, I hate to I, this is just immediate, this came 8 minutes ago from WWE's YouTube page Cruz to battle Intercontinental Champion Big E at Fastlane So we're getting what we want Yes, nice Now I'm getting what I want Is it what I you want? I don't know, because I feel weird Because um, we, we're pretty much done with TakeOver, yeah, right? It, I mean with we're done with NXT, but now it is time for us to digest the revolution and, Jeff, and the after. Jeff, Jeff, you were going hard on me after this show. I would, I was because of that. That and I was like, just chill, just chill. Let's see what happens. I, that's why. That's why. Wait, this is like, why. Wait, like, and they. I, I, everything in the show was good. Except for the pyro sticks. You you mean the sparkle flies? Do you know what it reminded me of? What? Okay, um, Gilbert. Yeah. Also, Tony, that was probably, that was up there with one of the worst endings since hell since tlc of 2019 or hell in the cell that hell in the cell between the fiend that ending pissed me that pissed me off that bad oh, i forgot about that oh my god i forgot about that now in terms of ending a pay-per-view that ending was absolute dog boom. no okay uh, i'll say it was as bad as uh crown jewel 2020 when Goldberg won the Universal Championship. <sighs> Bang! Gotcha. <laughs> so, mm. all right. So we're going to do our proper review so, of AEW Revolution. Okay. And then afterwards, we're going to go over, we'll talk about you know, Dynamite this week, which was the right. aftermath. All right. First things first. I didn't watch the. I did not watch the pre-show, so you're gonna have to carry that. And one. if anybody's wanting to watch this uh, buy-in match, it is available mm-hmm. on YouTube. That that one is free. Um, so it was Thunder Rosa and Riho versus Doctor Britt Breaker, and it was supposed to be Rebel, her assistant, but Rebel was quote unquote out with injury. Oh no, she's mm-hmm. walking on the stage with a crutch. It's not a real injury, clearly. Um, clearly. But the replacement partner 
is somebody who was extremely popular with the American audience um, during the AEW winning women's tournament. And damn it, they got her stateside. <laughs> Maki Ito. <laughs> this. <laughs> oh, Holy shit. Oh <laughs> I forgot how like scary and like cute she was at the same time. I'm like, oh, you're one of those, aren't you? Mm. Her. <laughs> <laughs> her whole gimmick is uh, the uh, what the what is like she's a fired like singer because she can't she's mm-hmm. the like the AEW closed captioning said Maki Ito singing <laughs> mediocre at best. I'm like you fucks are savage. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, but it was a Jesus, good match. Uh, ended because of Rebel using her crutch. To hit Thunder Rosa in the back, Britt Baker so he'll, rolls he, her up. One, two, three, and the rest is history. Until Wednesday, which we'll talk about later. Um, well, we'll get now. First match, first match of AEW Revolution, the actual show, was the AEW Tag Team Championship match between the Young Butts and Jericho and the Dastardly MJF. Hey, man. Don't talk about a scarf like that. <laughs> oh, that MJF. I can't stand his guts. Is this there's something about him? I just like ooh. Could he be working you? Mm, could he be uh playing his character really well Better. and still playing kayfabe? Dude, he is one of the most old school guys I've ever seen, and he's younger than us. I love it. When I, it Respect k Yeah, exactly. What I mean by old school for any of you newer fans is a lot of times back in the 80s, 70s, and before that, wrestlers were Even told the 90s, to play their gimmicks. So you wouldn't be seen. You, would, like, you wouldn't see a baby face with a heel, and you wouldn't see them outside of their character, outside of work. Yep. So, like, guys like... King Kong Bundy would not be like mingling with regular people, but Hulk Hogan would be like, yeah, brother, and all this other stuff, because that's naturally what he does, first and foremost. Second, it's 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 good morale for a baby face. I don't know why I brought up King Kong Bundy and Hulk Hogan, but you know what? Whatever. But this match was actually really, really good. Um, my, my rating for this match is probably about a 3.25. I have tweaked it. It was a 3.5. Three, but I think it's because they both had to play to each other's strengths. And there were some weird botches in this match. Yes, there were absolutely were there absolutely were some weird botches. Like where I think one of the young butts was going for a flip and then he just fell right on the bottom and then Jericho had to quickly uh trans transition to a line tamer. Yeah, for, uh, that was kind of that was kind of weird. I think, and Jericho, I think Nick was Nick was supposed to land on Jericho, and Jericho was supposed to put him in lion tape by catching him. But it just it just looked weird, and also Jericho looked like he was completely out of shape for this one. He was he was. Sluggish. I love that like and Jericho will try to defend himself, saying that oh I'm in the like one of the best shape of my life. Like dude, you're exhausted. We could see it. You're tired. You're tired. You're you're getting old. I'm like, 
you've been doing this you've been doing this longer than the undertaker you've been doing this as long as the undertaker you've been doing this for 30 yeah. years the body is eventually gonna be like yeah we can't do this your mind says yes but your body's like ah, ah this is too much wear and tear and we and we know so i know great you grade it on a one to five scale i'm gonna grade it as a from an eight letter grade i'm giving this a b a solid b it wasn't it wasn't a middle of the pack match it was actually very entertaining mjf did did pretty much a lot of the good heel work with it with warlow and a lot of execute this time a few executions on some of the botches but not enough for me to downgrade it to a c overall it was a really solid match the young butts retain i'm gonna give it a b plus i'm gonna give it a b a solid b okay so next match was the uh casino tag team royale now i'm gonna call it like i saw it you know what it was you know what this fucking shit was it was inter- this it was, was entertaining a- but this was a tag team royal rumble no no pretty much the pretty concept much. of the their casino royales are they come out in groups what? yes motherfucker where was the groups you just put out this tag team, this tag team, this tag team. You could have put out. Two, it was a. You should have put out two tag teams at a time. For Tony, for the the issue with this match with me, it was just a cluster. It was a clusterfuck. I'm like, what? What's going on? Like, what is happening? No, there was there was these tag teams. I did. I didn't really care for these tag teams. Yep, I did care a little bit about Death Triangle and uh, Jungle Source, but other than that, I'm just like. Who are these? I'm like Who? now. I will give. I, I, I will give credit. I did care about every team from the Dark Order. And- yes. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. I forgot about the Dark Order. I do care about them, but everyone. It's just a, like all these other teams was like, huh? like there was there was huh? teams, and I, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna read off all the teams. Bear Country, which those guys are massive. Ooh. You saw them. Uh, Dark mm-hmm. Orders, Alex Reynolds, and John Silver. Which, come on, who doesn't love John Silver? The Dark Order really lost a lot of steam when you know they they had away. a lost a lot of steam when Brody was there. It was they had steam no no no, no. they I'm had about steam the there. Tag teams, the undercard of the Dark Order mm-hmm. lost steam when Brody was there. Bro, the only reason the Dark Order was so prevalent is because Brody was on top. Now, it yes. seems like the Dark Order are going with, um, you know, good old Hangman. I guess. I like it. And then, like, they're not evil anymore. They're they're kind of fun loving. <sighs> Amazing what a tragic loss could do to a person. But let's get back to the this Casino Royale, this Casino Tag Team mm-hmm. Royale. My letter, my later grade for this one was a C. It was just another Royal. It was just another Royal Rumble. It was just I didn't really care. Also, that little kid doing a her Karana, just whoa, the guy whoa, running up whoa, to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 hey! Don't call him a little kid. That was... Marco Stunt is just short. Okay, he's twenty. He's oh, twenty. I go okay. Twenty-four years old. He's just short. okay. So he's a so he's a so he's a kid that's turning into an adult. Okay, he's. He's naturally short. He can't help it. <laughs> he, he's um, also, so and he's he's also a, a part of the Jurassic Express. He is with Luchasaurus. He is with Jungle Boy. Or as as JR likes to call him, Jumpin' Jack Perry. 
Uh, that bot that still was all that was hope. That was funny, <laughs> it was but funny dumb at the same time. Because at least Evil Uno tried to sell the shit out of it. You know what? He over. Ah, dude, just leave. Yeah. Hey, we're talking about Evil Uno, the same guy who on the Indies played pretty much an evil Super Mario. Yeah. Wow. Don't say Tony. Shit. What's your number? Tony, your one to five score. Mine uh, is a. Uh, it's a it's 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 a, it's a three out of five to me. It's just a three out of five, just because it's not bad. I mean, there were storylines going throughout it, but it got exactly what we wanted—a damn good next setup for the Young Bucks. We're Great. getting Pac versus Ray Phoenix versus the freaking Young Bucks. Like, I mean, that's are you kidding me? But here's the thing: there's no bill. Has there been? A- is there a storyline around there? Is there a now? Build? They're they're starting it now. They're starting it now. They need now, to show me a reason to care where I can actually see Death Triangle take the belts off of the Young Bucks. Because if as of right now, I just don't see it. Excuse me, by the way. Um, now we will talk about what was next. Oh God, Sheeta versus Rio. The best match of the night, easily. Okay. <sighs> Where is okay? Where the heck is it? Hold on, what the? Oh my god! Um, okay, Hikaru Shida versus Riho Mitsunami for the AEW Women's Championship. Now, I'll give Rio a lot of credit, dude. She went through the Japanese bracket. <laughs> you know the first person she had to beat on that bracket was who? 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 Uh, fucking Aja Kong. Okay. The the Japanese women's legend who is a massive woman. <laughs> like she was in WWF in the nineties, if that tells you anything. Wow. Yeah. What? Remember do you remember her in uh, when AEW was first starting up, you her in um what is it, Austin Kong a uh, little face to face. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah that Aja Kong. But this matchup was now. Let me let me explain why I'm giving this a four point two five, not a five, nor a four point five. The reason I'm giving this a four point two five is because I felt like they re- relied way too heavily on the false finish. <sighs> false finishes, huh? Like it felt like we had five or six too many false finishes. You could have had like two or three, but we had like seven or eight. Near fall after near fall after near fall. My, On I, like my massive le- move, massive move, massive move. I'm like, damn, do both it's of these the- women need to put out this much? It, it felt like a Japanese, like a straight up Japanese uh, New Japan like a New Japan match. It literally good felt one. like a Kenny Omega Kazuchika Okada match. There you, that's what I was going to say. That's what I thought of, but I wasn't going to say it. But Tony, it. this this for me, my letter grades an A. Really solid match. That brutal. It was a it was a brutal match. Near near fall after near fall. The only the only thing that stopped me it from getting an A plus was the weird finish at the end. 
with the spinning knee, right? Yeah, I, yes. I thought I'm like, huh? That that's the finish. I'm like, that doesn't even feel like her finish. The running, the running knee strike is her finisher. So the the move she did before that, that's yeah. her finisher, right? That should have yeah. ended it right there. Yeah, that should have. That's why I felt like, but mm, too many. I'm, I'm like, eh. the finish was the only mess up problem with it. But overall, really love this match. Absolutely. Next one was uh, the tag team match between Orange Cassidy and, and Chuck Taylor and Miro and Kip Sabian. Now, you can mean we actually the Miro? call this yeah, the Miro experience. The Miro showcase? Even though I see him breaking from Kip Sabian. I see Oh, oh I see after? It. Yeah, you saw yeah, that? Um, so Miro was put on a goddamn pedestal in this match. Pedestal? They started backstage. Miro threw Chuck Taylor's head through a glass window. He that he's hurt. bleeding as he's coming out to the stage, being dragged by Miro. And this whole thing was just Miro. Yep. Even um, Miro pushed uh, Kip into Chuck which pushed Penelope off the apron and hurting her, which that meant Kip had to tag Miro in so Miro could finish the match. Mm-hmm. That's not going to sit well with uh, Kip. Now, can we say this? Can we? Miro needs a title. TNT title? Any title. I don't... Keep him away from the AEW uh, tag, I, I would, the AEW uh, World Heavyweight Championship. He's not I there would, yet. I would love to see him, him and Kip with the tag team titles, then break them up. As a storyline, maybe, but I think Young Bucks are just too good right now. Yeah, so maybe the TNT title. Or the FTW title. And nobody defends that, so. <laughs> um, Speaking of. Um, uh, Segway. We're gonna have some big money. Now I sent you a TikTok earlier today and I didn't realize how prevalent it was until I watched it. I was like, oh my god. This <laughs> is the longest running storyline. Hangman, damn it, he won the big money match against Matt Hardy. And what's the first thing this son of a bitch does? What did he do? He bought a riding lawnmower. Now he the, in the TikTok, somebody put a compilation of stuff that Hangman was trying to get money to buy a riding riding lawnmower, and you know when these were t- a lot of that was in the Wait. middle of last year. My God, I'm like, no, like it's June, July, August that he stuff like they have backstage stuff with being the elite and then even on the screen in the title bar where they like to put funny they put their name and the record and there's always something funny on top for hangman it said needing to borrow money for a riding lawnmower i'm like oh this is real (laughs) but the the stipulation for the big money match was whoever, whoever won the match Got the the other person's first quarter pay of 2021. 
I think it was all just Matt Hardy. I think it was just Matt Hardy's money. That no, was no, it was line. it was also Hangman's money that was on the line. Oh, I found that out. I was like, oh, this is serious. <laughs> but hey, hey, money's on. It works. Money's money. Yeah. But it worked. It was really it was a good match. The Dark Order got involved. Feel good story. I say this was a solid B. And it actually comes into play when we talk about dynamite in a little while. Um now it's time for the face of the revolution ladder match. That brass ring looked like a sonic ring. I'm just gonna bring that up right now. And are you mad at it? Yes, I am. That no, is the a sign. Fuck you so- aren't, because somehow if AEW gets a sponsorship or some kind of partnership with Sega, <laughs> you'll be laughing your ass off. Say if that so- is a- say if Sonic the Hedgehog ends up in the AEW video game. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, and you know you know it'd be fucking hilarious. I'm like, what are you doing? Guess what? what? Are you doing here? Sonic's going for the brass ring. <laughs> that is not don't call it a brass ring call it his own ring but it, the matchup had Cody Rhodes Penta L0M Lance Archer Scorpio, Scorpio Sky, Sky and Max Caster mm-hmm. um, now I found out why aren't Max Caster forget- is going solo for a while aren't you forgetting someone oh uh Oh, and the uh, surprise pet surprise competitor. Duh, all ego Ethan Page. There you go. Now I'll talk about it. I bragged. I like Ethan Page. Also, Jeff, there's something going on with your microphone right now. <sighs> How about now? It's good now. Uh, okay. Um now. Ethan Page is a two time impact world tag team champion. He is probably legitimately the biggest ego that was in uh, Impact Wrestling for the last few years. He's very braggadocious of himself, but he's a damn good worker. He's gotten himself in damn good shape. And he also just didn't agree with the direction that Impact was like taking him. So he wanted out. They gave him his release. Now he's in AEW. Hmm. So this match was actually surprisingly good. I gave it a four star. And um, did I expect Scorpio four. Sky to win? No, no. I always when it's Co- when it comes to Cody, I think Cody's the John Cena of AEW. I expect him to win every time. But he came out like Ric Flair after his little uh, shoulder injury, sort of whipping people with his weight belt, and. So I say this was a solid B, really good ladder match. Nothing that just went, oh my god, this was awesome moment. But it was really solid. Didn't expect Scorpio Sky to win at all. I was all expecting Cody or the just really Cody winning it. But hey, yeah, I know Cody. He doesn't need to win. Scorpio Sky got his match with the TNT Championship against Darby Allen. This is what we're gonna talk about in a bit. Yeah. But hey. Kudos to him, but now, if it wasn't for the women's match, this would probably be my favorite match of the whole. Oh, we're not talking about a match yet. Hmm. We're talking about the surprise signing of AEW. 
overhyped. Now, I told Jeff this as soon as I heard it. I was like, "Oh, it's Christian." Yeah. Oh, oh, it's Christian. Uh, no, no, because yeah. like that's no. It's I'm saying like, oh, it's Christian. Like it's not a bad thing to me. Like I knew he was gonna leave. Now it makes sense to me. When he was in the Royal like, Rumble match, that wasn't a reuniting. That was a goodbye. That um it I knew it wasn't going to be Kurt Angle because they did say specifically Hall of Fame caliber. Now he did. My he didn't say Hall of Fame. My thing is you. Christian's name never come up in all the rumor mills. It was like I saw. RV, I saw it. See it. I saw uh, it. Yeah, quit. You no joke. I I saw it. it. I saw a list of eight, and Christian was on there. I was like, "Why Christian?" I said it like everybody else. Yeah. Why Christian? But then I thought about it. It's like, oh, he's been out of action for seven years. You're like, why Christian? It, it never came up in our conversation that we were talking and about. I we were thinking like RVD. So bad for not saying Christian because he has a redemption story too. Damn it. He, but he had to sit out seven years because of a concussion. Was, Concussions. The thing is, this, this was way seriously overhyped. Christian is a good sign. It's a good signing for AEW. Cool story. It's just, is he that Hall of Fame talent that I've been hearing rumors about? No. It was it way overhyped. Yes. Do, does it does it help that Kurt Angle put out a goddamn tweet the day before teasing the shit out of us? No. Fuck you, Kurt. Why did you do that? Ah. <laughs> I mean, if it was Kurt Angle, I'd be like, "Oh, yeah, I would have been." That would have turned. It would have turned a. Yeah. It would have turned a lot of heads. Christian doesn't really. He turns a few heads, but not a lot. Not a lot. But I genuinely do want to see what Christian does. Everybody's like, "Oh, AEW is TNT in 05. I'm like, first off, the AEW roster is actually, if you look at it, it's pretty freaking young. Like, their, their champs right now are, like, okay, all their champs right now never were big stars in WWE. Never. It, Kenny Omega, Hikaru Shida, The Young Bucks, Darby Allin. Like, none of them were big stars. Hell. None of them even made it. Like, the only thing... Kenny was in Deep South in developmental in WWE, and then he left because they didn't didn't know how to use him. Matt Jackson was mm-hmm. a jobber that got choke slammed by Big Show on a SmackDown taping through a table. The fact, the fact that you looked that oh, up. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. They brought it up on BET. I didn't have to look it up. They brought mm-hmm. up the video and everything. Oh joy. Yeah. Um. Now we can talk about the best cinematic match I've seen this year. In the year's still young. I know. But this was good. Oh, my God. This was really the good. The visuals in this match were so perfect. I'm 
the all the sting all the people dressing up like sting darby allen i mean where do you where do you want to begin like let's just start by some of the talking about some of the spots that darby were was willing to take i mean the suplex on a trash can i mean the fact that he, that brian cage literally did a vertical suplex while climbing upstairs and carrying him i'm like Oh, I'd be like, please be careful. This could hurt, but Brian Cage, he Taz calls him the machine. He is a machine. He calls him the machine? Oh, dude, he's, a machine, he's been bro. called the machine for years, my friend. For years. You Brian. you know, I used to watch Brian Cage when he was in Lucha Underground. You watch all that type of wrestling. Yeah, now Lucha Underground isn't a thing, so thank God. Oh, it got, it got canceled? Well, they never got past the third season so that's why I that's see. why we're seeing all their guys pop up everywhere mm. um but Sting still showed that he had it yeah he still got it but I don't need him in the I don't need him in the actual ring but a cinematic yeah you can do fine you can do wonders in cinematic with Sting I just want to see Sting by Darby's side more often as a coach, maybe like how Cody has Arn Anderson. Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably the best spot for uh, freaking Sting at this at this point of his career. Yeah, I mean, he is in his sixties. He did want to prove that he had something left in him, and yeah, Stinger, you do. You, you don't have to be limited by the issue that Seth Rollins put on you. Uh, I said, Seth, you're a safe worker, but dang it, if that, you gotta wonder if that injury never happened, would that would Sting ever have left WWE? Probably not. Because I, I will say, if you're a big name WWE, you tr- they treat you kind of. Now well. let's 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 talk a little trash real quick. All right, trash. Oh god. Let's talk about the ending of this main event match. Look, the, the, the whole match was actually fantastic. Uh, it was actually like the safest death match I've ever seen in my life. But the explosives, when they were done during the match, were fantastic. I mean, this—I mean, the one spot that just goes to me. No one's ever kicked out of the one winged one winged angel in AEW, correct? Nobody. So he connect. So Kenny Omega hits the one winged angel on John Moxley, and while he was going for the pinfall, he didn't kick out. He touched the ropes and then caused an explosion. That was one of probably the most ingenious way you could protect the one winged angel and still exactly. hit. Exactly, but the just the that, times yeah. they just got pushed into the ropes with the barbed wire, and the barbed wire hit him. And the explosives went off. That, that was cool. And that's the safe. That's the safest death match you've yeah, seen. Yeah, really is. Then I don't want to see any more because you, pro- you probably this, won't. It, you probably won't. So it was still a little bit too brutal for my taste. Did you? Yeah, you don't don't watch any of the old Mick Foley death matches, okay? No, I'm not. No, don't watch them. I mean, really, you shouldn't even go back and watch Helen. You should not go back and watch Helen a Cell 1998. You talking about Taker yeah, and yeah, Foley? Yeah, you should not go back and watch that. 
I mean, the spots were cool, but I mean, looking back, I'm like, Foley, you could have died. That's how I feel about death matches in Japan. The spots are cool, but you could have died. That's why I was when I heard, when I heard the name type of this match, and I'm like, oh god! But oh, god, oh my please, please fucking see. god! Did they the play finish. this into a fucking storyline? First of all, let's not talk about the storyline. Let's talk about our thoughts of the finish of that of that it death was a, match. It was a it was a four. Eddie, it was a the match, the was, match was good. I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not bringing up the ending. Yeah. Not bringing I'm not bringing up the <laughs> after. The fact that Kenny won because the Good Brothers came in protected protect, Moxley. That protects protects Moxley. Moxley. Also Kenny puts Mox in the one-winged angel through a steel chair mm-hmm. and then gets to one, two, three. And then that lame-ass countdown goes on. Kenny and the the Good Brothers go hauling ass with Don Callis. And then who who well, comes out? Was it, was, it Mo- was it Moxley handcuffed? Mox was handcuffed in the ring. And who comes and out beaten. to save him? Eddie Kingston. Now, what does this make Eddie Kingston look like? A hero. Like, he's willing to take... He's willing to it sacrifice himself. It makes him look like to... a dumbass because the sparklers... At the time, it, it was it was a good feel-good moment. How, you spark- know how I feel. I yep. feel like... Why would you make this man look so dumb? I saw... I kept watching clips of that ending and I'm just like I dropped 50 if I had dropped 50 bucks for this I would have been so angry right now because I'm like really it's Tony the thing with pay-per-views is you could have a great you could have a great all-around pay-per-view but that last spot at the very end the main event is what you have to go home and digest that's the fight that's for some like the casual fans, that's the one thing that just stands out the yep. most. And it, it it's how you finish the show. You could have like, I mean, what's the best example of a good pay per view, but really shit it, really shit. Sh- Hell in a Cell 2019, Seth Rollins versus the yeah, Team Bray yeah. Wyatt. Yeah. Now, I mean, the whole yeah. Now, getting past that, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to I go there, to. but you did. I had to bring it up. Um, but let's talk about Dynamite now. Because going off everything that happened. <sighs> we- this is the aftermath. And this is why I'm glad we waited. Because you brought it up early. They turned that botch into a really, really compelling storyline. Like. Like Don Callis did a promo talking about the bomb not heard around the world. That I mean, and just did a promo saying how what happened, and he just spinned it into a storyline where it made Eddie Kingston look like a dummy, and now Eddie gets the sympathy of the fans. And now Eddie and Mox are a thing. Now you're putting Perfect. somebody on Moxley's side. But this also means does he still get the best? Also means that Eddie Kingston doesn't have the butcher and blade around him. 
The butcher and the blade and the bunny, to be specific. (laughs) And you know what happened with them? Is they're taking Matt Hardy's money. (laughs) Now, Matt Hardy has private party with him and the butcher, the blade, and the bunny. And now their goal is to destroy the Dark Order for all the times that they have made Matt Hardy look stupid. Which, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I had to look back at it. I'm like, oh my god. And yes, Hangman has something to do with it now. Because when he got that riding lawnmower, mm-hmm. who rode off with him? The Dark Order. They all hopped on that riding lawnmower and were like, alright, let's go have some fun. Jeez. But also, there was, like I told you, there was going to be some storyline movements with the Bucks and the Death Triangle. On Impact, there was a match between Matt Jackson and Ray Phoenix. Oh, yes. oh yeah, I forgot. They're doing that collaboration with AEW. Yeah. I got to pay attention to I pay attention to impact slightly. Wait, what? Oh, Joe. What are you talking about? The old Matt Kenny, I mean, the Good Brothers, and then on impact, you had that match. Oh, I was talking about. No, this is on. This is on Dynamite. Okay, this is on Matt Dynamite, Jackson and Ray Phoenix on Dynamite to open the show, which was a stole oh. show stealer. It was hmm. so good. So good. Because. The thing with Ray Phoenix is he makes everything he does look so fluent. Like, he did a drop kick where he did a springboard, but where he was. Oh, dude, it, it's hard to describe, but he makes anything he does on the ropes look flawless. Hmm. But. I think that's going to be it's going to be a great thing. Also, um, we're going to have soon a match between. Oh Lord, Chuck Taylor wants another match with Miro, and if he loses, he'll be his butler forever. (laughs) What's the match? What type of match is it? But Orange Cassidy had a great idea. And how about we put all these arcade games at ringside and we'll put you through them? No, don't be messing, ar- messing up arcades. Now, oh. now Chuck Taylor is here. I can't have you do this. Miro, break him. Game over. Oh. Ah! I'll stop. I'll stop it. But, I mean, okay, so they're going to get one more match, and uh, Chuck Taylor is going to be the butler of Miro. Oh, for life. Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) This. Okay, then. Um, Also, also, um, Darby Allen defended his TNT championship against Scorpio Sky in the main event of Dynamite. That was the main I think event. That was the main event. Oh, hold on, let me like. Oh no, no, it was not. No, it was not. Nope, nope, no. Nope. I apologize. I didn't think. But I mean, did Darby Allen retain? 
Did Darby Allen retain? I think he I believe he did. Yeah, but also Scorpio Sky turned heel. Oh. Um that's interesting. Because he went he went off. He so I noticed something during the the face of the revolution match. The Excalibur was talking about how Scorpio trained with um, well Excalibur said he trained with Scorpio Sky when they were getting their start in wrestling and saying that Scorpio has been able to hide his attitude over over the years but when he started he had a really bad attitude Hmm. so now it looks like Scorpio is going to continue going after the TNT championship but now as a definite heel but that's Can good. we talk about the big thing That's that good. happened on Dynamite? Before that, you want to talk about Sting? Oh, about Sting, Lance Archer. Yes. And how Jake Roberts said, I'll see you around. I'm like, oh God, we're going back to this. <laughs> are you, uh, are no, you upset I about mean, that? I th- that made me had a flashback to I think Sting had a match with Jake Roberts in like 92 90, 92, 93 so I was one and not even existing dude I can I be honest I don't remember I had to go back and watch it I was like because I had <laughs> I've watched the match before but it's been so long I forgot they had a program in WCW for that short Jeez. amount of time Jake was in WCW, they had a program. But mm-hmm. Lance Archer, I don't think I don't think Lance Archer is necessarily going after Sting. Do you? No. Do I want it? Probably not. Not at Sting's age, because Lance Archer will probably Yeah, especially him. since we know about Lance Archer and you know how good he is. I I want to see him with somebody younger because well, yes. let's be honest Lance ain't young either and and I'll say this too He's... Lance was one of those guys in TNA in 2005 so fuck you haters fuck you mm-hmm. language 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 for mature <laughs> now now we can the talk war about council the big meeting <laughs> Okay, yes. it starts out like, oh, we need a change in the inner circle. Uh, this was the, the aftermath of the MJF and Jericho losing losing to the Young Buds. After the match, they had a little promo at Revolution where they're saying, hey, we're going to have a war council, what we're about to talk about, to discuss if there needs to be changes in the and inner circle. Immediately, now Jericho brings up, hey, maybe we should add a member. And then MJF is like, whoa, 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 Chris maybe we should get rid of somebody and then Sammy Sammy Guevara's music Sam- hits saying Jericho I need to and show you something. Jericho is not too Jericho is not because, too pleased seeing Sammy Guevara no he definitely wasn't but he did listen he watched the video and it was MJF going into the locker room and telling the boys that we should turn on Jericho and kick Jericho and the, out the, the circle. But what ended up happening backfired on MJF, or at least we thought. 
little thing. So MJF is basically being little finger, just manipulate manipulating things, and was literally caught, caught red-handed. So, and Jer Jericho, that like, you think we don't talk about talk to each mm -hmm. other one on one? You think we don't know what you're about to do? So you know what, MJF, you're fired. Tapping into his vents. And literally, MJF was just so good at being, no, 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 no. I wasn't trying. I wasn't. He was pleading, begging for his life because about the beat down he was about to take. He said, like, I wasn't trying to take over the inner circle because I was. And then. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me quote MJF real quick. Uh, okay. MJF, and I quote says, hear me out, Chris. I swear I didn't want to take over your group because I was too busy building my own the arena lights go out and who's standing behind the inner circle i get the list wardlow first off sean mm -hmm. spears and ftr and and tully blank and but tony that was a mic that was man, like right? wait a minute you're like now <laughs> it's something that I didn't expect, but now I'm like all I'm all in now. I'm all in. Like you've always been. So this is like the new horseman per se. <laughs> you got FTR. You got FTR, arguably one of the top five tag teams mm -hmm. in all of wrestling. You got MJF, top five heel <laughs> and technical wrestler in all wrestling. Sean and... Spears, who just needed a little bit of a little bit of spotlight. Yes. And also, you need a J.J. Dillon. And who knows how to be a J.J. <laughs> Dillon than a guy who was around J.J. in the 80s. Tully Blanchard. Being that person with experience, exactly, and that. So Tony, so Tony, were you guys gig? Were you giddy Absolutely. throughout this whole segment? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like this, this was so definitely the inner circle. The inner circle are face now. The inner huh? circle's face. The new group is definitely heel, but and now and now we get a tet. Inner Circle versus this new group storyline where MJF might come out on top. Exactly. I mean, but, but so good. there is this rumor that it could be bringing out a match that we didn't, we weren't able to get last year. What? Now, do you remember last what? year with the Inner Circle and there was a group around Cody? They were supposed to have this match in New York. The Elite. And it was supposed to be the blood and guts match. Oh, we're getting—they're gonna try now, that again. Huh? What it is? It's war games, mm -hmm. but proper. Now, what I mean by that is there's actually gonna be a roof. Is that what you want? I kind of want it with this. I want it with this storyline. You, you give me what I want. Give me what I want. Be, give me what I want. Because Cody what I want. has his deal going on with 
Penta because Penta was like, I'm a bigger star than you. I'm su- I'm such a big star that you couldn't lace the boots on. Like he said something about his his unborn daughter. I was like, oh, hold on, Penta, you're saying too much. But th- this this Get Jericho thing is going to be the good stuff. Yes. Now, if this happens, it'd be great. But the only time will tell. We have so much time this year that it could happen at any point in time. But now yes. that we're talking about, now we're done with AEW. Jeff, final thing we get to do for the wrestling podcast. Golden Star of the Week. Um, right. uh, I'm good. Can I say Lashley or did I already say You said it last week. Okay, I said it last week. Then I got to go Daniel Bryan. This is where I get to say Maxwell Jacob Freeman is my golden star of the week. That's fair. Because not just the match on Sunday. The mic drop in the promo work. Uh, the stuff that fair. he did on Wednesday was incredible. <laughs> He's too good, He's to, be too in good to be in a heel. And it's annoying. How good of a heel he is. <laughs> like, so can, can you ever see no. him face? No. Do I want to see him face? <laughs> no. 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 Absolutely. He's not. one of those He's guys that if he turns face, it doesn't feel right. Kind of like how Jericho was it, a face for a little while in the mid 2000s. And I didn't pay, I didn't pay attention to him. Yeah. He's just not a good, it wasn't a good face. I mean, but he's a better heel. MJF is such a good heel that you can't change the dynamic now. But Jeff, yeah. is there anything else you would like to add? Huh. Now, I got absolutely nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, follow us on all social medias. Jeff, your in- your Twitter is, I'm about to say Instagram, Lord have mercy. Your Twitter is at ShadowWalker0620, Correct. That and also correct. follow my socials at Tony Lopez seventy six on Instagram and Twitter. Now for the the goodbyes and good nights with a bang like a Kenny Omega. My name is Tony Lopez. Signing. Out.